This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. I think a lot of people in the last couple of years have looked around our region and said, man, there's a lot of really expensive cars around here. You're not alone in thinking that. It's also prompted an investigation by Dr. Peter German into whether or not money was being laundered through the luxury car market. And today, the report says resoundingly, yes, they do believe that is happening. We wanted to talk more about that now with Attorney General David Eby, who joins us. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Simi. So what do you think this report says about what was happening in our province in those, you know, 2013, 2014, 2015? What kind of picture do you think that was shaping up to be? Well, the review found um, car dealers uh, freely acknowledging uh, that individuals are bringing in bags of cash or orchestrating multiple small international wire transfers uh, to different accounts in order to buy cars. Um, they found that uh, individuals with high-level criminal records are alleged to be principals in several uh, used luxury car dealerships in Lower Mainland. Uh, they found, and, and this, uh, to your question, uh, they uncovered this complicated luxury vehicle export scheme involving hundreds of different straw buyers acting on behalf of unre- unregulated vehicle exporters. Uh, and, uh, and the surprising thing about it and the interesting thing is that uh, these people were using, and these companies, we're using a PST rebate program that allows us to see the growth in this activity. So prior to 2013, about 100 cars a year um, made an applica- 100 individuals a year made application for cars uh, that they wanted the PST refunded on that they were exporting. Um, after 2013, uh, it increased to about, well, exactly 3,674 vehicles in 2016, a massive increase. Uh, and uh, and this increase in these exported vehicles uh, through this gray market uh, maps up very closely with the increase in suspicious cash transactions in casinos and the run-up in the real estate market, which I observe uh, and don't draw any conclusion from, but just say, wow, uh, you know, look at this. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, what we're seeing is a fairly consistent trend, whether it's luxury car exports uh, through this gray market or suspicious cash transactions or activity in the real estate market. Uh, uh, from 2013 uh, through to 2018. So wouldn't that have been flagged? I mean, if you've got a PST rebate program that had 100 people who applied for it in 2013, now you're talking more than 3,000 a couple of years later, wouldn't there be some kind of red light that goes off? Yes. Uh, and in fact, it was uh, red lights in the Ministry of Finance that drew uh, Dr. German to this specific program. It was uh, the concerns of Ministry of Finance employees that uh, essentially for the last uh five or six years have been facilitating uh, PST refunds for people that they believe to be involved in uh, either uh, extremely gray market or illegal activity, acting as straw buyers, um, uh, bringing cash from unknown sources, uh, the proceeds of the sales ending up uh, we don't know where, um, in order to export vehicles. And the reason why this is happening is if you buy a luxury vehicle, in BC, um, it is often cheaper uh, because the manufacturers set different prices for BC than they do other parts of the world. And, uh, and these exporters are taking advantage of what's essentially an arbitrage opportunity or a chance to sell it at a higher price in another jurisdiction through exporting it this way. 
Um, so, so rather disturbing conclusion that it's possible uh, and likely that criminals were receiving PST refunds on their money laundering activity. Right. So not only were they showing up with money, you couldn't take it to the bank. So they go to the luxury car dealership with grocery bags full of money. They buy a car and then they were also making money off selling that car. So they were winning all over. That's right. And then also because... Um, as, as far as we can tell, the export of the vehicles, uh, no law against that. Uh, there's also a concern raised in the report that stolen luxury vehicles in the lower mainland uh, have been exported as well, also through the port, also through um, uh, the same mechanism, and there's no dedicated police presence at the port. So all of these uh, quasi-legitimately exported luxury vehicles being mixed in with stolen luxury vehicles uh, leaving through the port, um, costing ICBC about $40 million a year. Okay, so and you mentioned that at the Ministry of Finance this was a concern, but did they flag it? Did, did they bring it to their higher-ups? Like, when this was happening, was there anybody who said, hey, I think we have a problem here? Uh, yes, so the, um, the in fact, uh, we understand that additional uh, Ministry of Finance people, uh, staffers, had to be added um, to the department to process these uh, claims. So certainly there was some understanding within the Ministry of Finance, and the Ministry of Finance is currently doing the work right now on that program, the policy work to uh, to end uh, this activity and to make sure uh, that uh, that criminals are not benefiting from PST refunds. So, were they still doing that, like up until recently? So, the program still exists right now, and part of the reason for um, uh, that it hasn't been immediately shut down is uh, we need to do the legal work around uh, people's entitlement to uh, constitutional entitlement, for example, in relation to PST and our ability to levy PST. On, uh, on products that uh, are destined for export, and also uh, whether or not we can just change it through regulation or whether we have to do a legislative change. Um, so that work is happening right now. Are you at all concerned, Mr. Eby, about what else may be going on out there? Like right now, this has been likened to whack-a-mole, right? So now we know it's luxury cars and we know it's real estate, but now what's going on? Where is the money going? Yeah, I think that's a, that's totally a, a appropriate question to ask. Um, Dr. German has flagged uh, uh, obviously real estate for us as well. We have uh, um, reports that we expect to be releasing um, at, at possibly as soon as this week into the real estate market as well. Um, luxury goods, uh, luxury handbags, designer goods, and so on are also areas that are vulnerable. That's why I believe Dr. German uh, has identified for us the possibility of using geographic targeting orders, which are used in the United States to uh, require reporting in certain areas where it's identified that money laundering is an issue, and also getting away from the model where um, you only report $10,000 or more in cash in certain sectors. So, for example, in BC, casinos have to report, um, but luxury car sellers do not have to report. Um, and uh, luxury uh, goods sellers don't have to report, and horse racing, uh, for some reason, uh, has been exempted from having to report cash transactions in excess of $10,000. So um, we think that, it, based on his recommendation to us, this would be a good opportunity to say, well, I don't understand why one sector instead of the other has to report. Right, so how quickly can those changes be made? Well, the big problem with that is obviously that's federal responsibility. So provincially, um, what I can tell you we've done is uh, I told you about the Ministry of Finance uh, review of the program, and uh, we've also sent this uh, report and the details of the allegations to police, uh, ICBC, Vehicle Sales Authority, and we're preparing for provincial regulation of the luxury car sector. But I am concerned that you know we get the regulation in place and we regulate who the principals are and make sure they don't have high-level drug convictions and, and so on. Uh, but then they move into another sector. So uh, obviously this is something where we have to stay alert, but also I think the message is slowly getting out that BC is not a great place uh, to do this kind of business. And I've heard concerns expressed from other jurisdictions that maybe we're 
moving the problem over to them across Canada, which is why we really need the federal government to be involved in this as well. You mentioned there's a couple of more reports coming out. What are those? Uh, so German uh, uh, did look at the real estate. Dr. German did look at the real estate market as well. Uh, so that portion of his report, as well as uh, Maureen Maloney, uh, did a report commissioned by the Ministry of Finance with some international experts on money laundering and real estate. Those two, those are the two reports uh, yet to come out. And then uh, Cabinet will be issuing a decision about whether or not we'll be going to a public inquiry. So we'd say the next two weeks we should know? Uh, so the uh, my expectation and hope is that those two reports come out by the end of this week. All right, then I guess we'll be talking to you. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. That is David Eby, the Attorney General of British Columbia.